Jackie? What do you say? I say I'm here. You know, there, there's neighbors doing an Easter egg hunt. Oh, it's, nice. It's so nice. It's, it's really loud. Yeah. Anyway, how's it going, man? This is Don't Be an Idiom, your go-to podcast for all of the wacky words in your world. That was funny. Thanks. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I, this, this one's been driving me nuts all week. Yeah, you seem really... High stressed. strung? Yeah, high strung about this one. Yeah. Uh, what's the opposite of high strung? That's what I am. Low unstrung? Low unstrung. That's how I feel right now. How's your week been? That's good. Man, I want to be like you. Uh, No, you don't. (laughs) You don't want that. I like a lot of things about you. How was your week? I haven't really seen you much. Week's been crazy. Um, You know, Ryan and I are both teachers, and we thought we would have this whole week to do fun stuff and, you know, carry on, but someone's in the process of moving. Someone's... It's you. It's me. How's the process? The process is good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just been a crazy week, and... We have a party after this, so I am just thinking like, okay, party planning. Well, you have the, you're holding the party. We wait, having holding. I'm holding the party, but I hosting. Wanted, I'm hosting the party, and um, you know, we had to do this first because I would have never been able to have fun if this was hanging over my head no. for another day. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's gonna be great. Oh, you know, I've been meaning to not say the word excited anymore. Ooh, I'm meaning to say the word, not say the word actually. The word actually needs to go. Actually's out. Actually's out. You know, my dad... Excited is out. My dad actually <laughs> fucking criticized me for saying actually, the like the day after we podcasted last week when I said, wow, I say actually a lot. Unrelated, my dad goes, I, I was telling a story and he goes, oh... Actually, like a little side comment. I'm like, Jesus, kind of making fun of you for saying the word actually. Yes, and my dad is the guy that says mines. That <laughs> that, that hammer is mines, and he's, he's gonna go to the WalMarts. He, he pluralizes a lot of things and huh? Wawas. Wawas. He's just a great guy. He just That's awesome. You know. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You put a nice shirt on that guy. He's gonna be looking great. Pretty good. Yeah. So there's something I wanted to tell you. So Shelly and I went to the Edgar Allan Poe grave in Baltimore yesterday. Yes. Happy belated birthday, Shelly. So that was really cool. I don't I don't know why I'd never actually ventured down there before. So we went to the grave site. We went to Poe's house. And then a little bit too late, like 345, realized that John Wilkes Booth's grave is right in Baltimore. Oh, right. Yeah. So I sped over there to try to get there, and they were closing the gates right as I was pulling up. But you said, listen, I'm an important man. Let me in there. I'm very important. You let me in. So we need to take a little... a little. Uh, so you didn't get in? No, I didn't get in. So we got to go. I'm kind of happy that you didn't get in, because now we can go. I know. I was going to surprise you with a picture or something. But apparently they cover his grave with pennies, because Abraham Lincoln's on the penny. Oh, that's so great. Kinda, a kind of a way of saying, like, you know, haunting. You know, we're going to yes. haunt you. With the the Lincoln penny, you know what? We'll get a couple. We'll get a couple fivers. Really step it up. Oh, Staple into his yeah. grave. <laughs> yeah, that's then a we'll great idea. Regret that later. <laughs> I know. On the drive back, I would just be thinking about that five. Like, oh, I gotta, gotta. Maybe we should turn around and get that. Oh five. yeah, I cannot leave a five behind. Maybe swoop up some of the pennies that other people have left. Yeah. Hey, you know they did that on uh, Frost's grave too. Remember when we were visiting? Um, Jess in Vermont. And we Actually, I wasn't Robert. with you when you saw Robert Frost's grave. I, just I went on my own. I always though. think that you're there. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. 
Oh. Well, they, they throw a lot of pennies on there, too. Hmm. Maybe Why? for some sort of penny for your thoughts. What? Maybe you didn't write that or anything. Penny for your frosts. <laughs> penny for your frosts. This just in. Penny for your frosts. <laughs> cool. Well, anyway, we should go there this summer or something. Yeah. And I got a brochure for you. It's it's a 90-mile... Wait, 90-minute? Wow. Oh, I think it's 90... Yeah, if I think it's, it's like a minute or a mile, it's got to be... It's a 90-mile trail that you can take. It's the the trail of John Wilkes Booth, and you can go to Dr. Mudd's house, which you, which you told me about. Oh, right. But you can visit the house... Uh, you know, if, if you listened to a couple of episodes ago, uh, your name is mud is the idiom that we covered. And we talked about Dr. Mud's house. So you can visit that and then you can visit the, you know, the Ford's theater in DC and we should do it. We should do the whole John Wilkes we Booth trail on the company dime. Clearly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're still waiting for those big donations. We still need to set up our, <laughs> what did you call it? Patreon. It's the Patreon. It's a real thing or someone else is wrong. <laughs> no, I looked it up. It is a real thing. <sighs> Oh, thank God. All right, so let's uh, figure out who's going first today. You know what? Unless there's something else you want to say. I have a little something for oh, you. Oh, okay. I got a little surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's nothing really. Is this a gift? It's a gift. I thought it would be good in the studio. Yeah. But I just had this idea and I just grabbed it for you and oh, it's no big deal. Thank you. I didn't get you anything. Well, hey. Hey. It's the official Don't Be an Idiom wall flamed wall. eight by eight gloss <laughs> high gloss this looks good i just thought it's it good looked, quality it's a, walgreens we're gonna hang this up in the studio yeah we're gonna get a sponsorship from walgreens yeah <laughs> they're gonna pay for our 90 mile john wilkes booth trip <laughs> we have got to do that let's Thanks, run this it looks let's good. sprint it this looks good uh, you know i was actually gonna get you the same exact thing you lie your birthday, dog. Which is coming up. you're lying yeah i'm serious that size? That size. You are a kidding liar. Nope. I'll tell you what. Print me one up. I mm-hmm. got extra frames because they only sold eight by eights in a four pack. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> a lot, Michael. We, we gotta fill those frames up. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, uh, buddy. Yeah, I, I just thought it'd be some good inspiration when we're feeling like crap about ourselves. Okay, like, daily. Should we really still do this. Secondly, like, nobody's listening. <laughs> cool. Well, great. Well, I'm gonna get you a gift one day. Great. Yeah. No, I mean someday. It's a fine. long time from now, though. Yeah. Like. I'd, didn't have a dad growing up. I don't care. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. All right. So um, we're gonna figure out who's going first. Ooh, it's a fun one today. So we have a deck of tarot cards. Yeah. We mix these puppies up, and whoever has the cooler card is going first. All right. We're on the honor cool system, right? We're always on the honor cool system. Yeah. It's just like when we we uh, use the America's Most Wanted. Oh yeah. Cards. Well, I did kind of flub you at the end there. That's a little unfair. I am pulling a card now. I'm not looking oh, at it. Damn it! Oh, all the of cards them. are on the floor. All right. So, all right. Oh man, I definitely am losing again. I've lost three episodes in a row. Oh well, <laughs> I don't know, buddy. Let me see. I have a. I just have an X with some. What two, is? Four, I'll, you six, describe mine. I'll describe yours. Eight, nine. So it's the ten of pentacles. You have the. Two kids shaking hands in the garden? Looks like one's giving the other a bouquet of flower. All right. I mean, I, I was really hoping for a death card here. Yeah, me too. I mean, mine has more pentacles, so. Yeah, I think you win. Yeah. It's a lot of cool stars. Yeah. All right, take it away. All right. You cool. are like firsty, firsty bestie. Yeah, I know. I Better than firsty, Lasty, worsty, lasties. <laughs> Sucks. Sucksies. Um, yeah, man. Okay, cool. So here's my uh, 
this has been a crazy week. I've I've mulled over this so much, but I've decided to go with my gut. Mm-hmm. It was something I read in my murder book club book mm-hmm. of the month. Mm-hmm. I was reading about Gary Heidnick, Philadelphia native, mm-hmm. you know, Buffalo Bill guy. Right. Um, and they were talking about his jury selection, pre-trial sort of stuff. And they said, everyone was having a Blue Monday, except for Gary Heidnick. So I Blue was Monday. like, what is Blue Monday? I'd like to look into that. Oh, okay. Nice. So, ring any bells? Blue Monday. That means having a sad Monday, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to guess blue and sad, yeah. Okay. So, and we're, you know, what's the origin of Blue Monday? Yeah, okay, so the origin of Monday is... I mean, don't you want me to guess? I want you to guess. Yeah, I want you to guess. <laughs> what's the so? What's the official definition of Blue Monday? All right, uh, yeah, the actual definition is a Monday followed by a Sunday of dissipation. A word I had to look up, which just basically means debauchery. Hmm. So um, it's actually kind of thought of as a hangover Monday. Oh, okay. You go to work. So kinda... it's not necessarily a sad Monday. Well, I mean, I think that there's just. So many of us have Blue Mondays all the time now. It's it's almost every Monday is a Blue Monday. You're trying to enjoy the weekend, and then Monday comes, you're like, ugh. All right. Yeah, because you were having too good a time on Sunday. Right. Oh, well, and the rest of the weekend. God, who has a good time on Sunday? I feel Sundays like... Sundays are the worst. Like blue Mondays creeping into... I think my blue day is Sunday, usually. Mine is I guess Saturday that's night. black day. By the end of Saturday night, I'm already depressed. By the morning My Blue of Monday Friday, starts on Saturday okay. night. <laughs> Wait, when when does it start? My Blue Monday starts on Saturday night. I feel good Late for Saturday night. Driving to work on Fridays, I'm like, yeah, it's the weekends coming. Just gotta get through work, and I feel so uplifted. Mm-hmm. I might text some people, be mm-hmm. like, ain't life grand? And then like, <laughs> then I'm too tired to go out Fridays, Saturdays. A wa- I mean, everything's a wash. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so the long Blue Monday. Mm-hmm. She's a beast. She is. Uh, so yeah, the origin. Would you like to guess the origin? God, I'm, I'm. I don't know if I have a good one for this. I mean, it doesn't. It could just be a guess. A Blue Monday. I'm thinking that Blue Monday has something to do with a blue moon. Oh yes, my friend. Not a bad way to go. Monday, Luna. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've got one. Well, you know what? There was a little bit while I was researching that that did touch on Monday is the moon day. Yeah, like it's, it's the moon the day. day of the moon. Yeah. And I kind of started Luna, researching. Lunergy. Uh, you know what, though? I did it. I don't know what I came up with as far as that is concerned, but it's not. that's not why people talk about Blue Monday. Right. Anyway, so so it seems you seem like you're again high strung about today's very idiom. high strung. So just just jump in, talk about. I'm it. gonna jump in. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna start early and work. I'm gonna start early, as in close to us, and work back. Oh, so it's not early. In two, th- well, it's most close. It's like we wake up and we go back in time. It would take us the <laughs> earliest amount of time to walk towards. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying, yeah, we're time walkers. Okay. All right. Um. So in 2005. Uh, it was January 24th was determined by the Sky Travel press release that it is the most depressing day of the year. Hmm. They made like an announcement, this this airline company, you know? Right. January and 24th? It was January 24th. Seems kind of depressing. 
Yeah. So it's um, ba- it's essentially they said they had this calculation based on weather and okay. you know all this stuff. It's it's basically an airline scam to get people to travel. So <laughs> that, that's really really close. So um, that's not real. But they have said that's the day. That's okay. the blue Monday of the year. So the next time you're January 24th, not feeling so hot, you know why. Right. Right. Um, so I'm, now I'm going to go, maybe I'm going to go against what I was saying earlier about earliest and all that stuff. But in the Middle Ages, in the 16th century, uh, the blue Monday was the, they called it, the, it was the Monday before Lent. And that was just because the churches were all decked in blue. They did like all their blue cloths, the priests wore blue and all that sort of jazz. And um, also a lot of people tended to spend that weekend in drunken revels. Cool. So there was kind of like a very literal sort of sense to that. Okay. I mean, church. Church. Seems to be the beginning. If it's not church, it's the sailors, you know? Yeah. Speaking of those devils, um, there's a, I think it's a false etymology on this one. And uh, it, it they said in the most I could get was this in sailing times, sailing times. Yeah. That's why I'm just, try, I'm just discounting this one. Okay. They said that Mondays were known as flogging days for errant sailors. So if you had been bad, if you had been bad, a bad sailor, bad sailor of the mm, weekend. Yeah. A hot, bad sailor. They're just mm, a sexy, hot George Clooney, <laughs> Brad Pitty sailors. You'd bad. wait till Monday to flog them. Yeah, they were, they'd be like, all right, all you errant sailors, come on up. And they'd tie you to the mask and they flog you. And they would say that that was uh, the Blue Monday because of the, the skin color, the bruises, black and blue. I don't buy that. No. No, I, so I'm, I'm discounting it right here. Right no now. No good. Official. Yeah. Okay. Especially because when is sailing times? I mean, yeah. I heard there's been boats around for a long time. <laughs> yeah, if you've learned one thing yeah. over the last five weeks. All right, here's another one that I don't think is the real deal, but it did get a lot of press. And so uh, in the late 19th century, uh, well, actually, the electric washing machine wasn't created until 1908, okay? okay? How do you like doing laundry? I love doing laundry. You love that laundry, No, actually, I do not like doing Mm -hmm. laundry. So laundry sucks now with our automatic washing. Really sucked then. Oh, it it was so bad. So... The electric washer wasn't invented until 1908. In 1854, they started these commercial laundries. So it was like, you know, and before then, everybody was doing their own laundry. So in 1854, you could send out. If you if you were like doing okay, you could send your laundry out because it sucked so yeah. bad. Um, but not everybody could afford that. So what they kind of started calling laundry day, which was typically a Monday, uh, for people who couldn't afford send out service, it was like, this is your blue Monday, which is when you were at home scrubbing laundry on the, on the fucking board. Hmm. Yeah. They, people tend the blue to, Monday just meaning laundry day. Yeah. Now that was mostly a blue Monday for the house, like the, the women at the house, because they were sitting there doing it the hard way hmm. on, on Mondays. There was also this whole little other thing that I found about that when they were doing laundry back then, um, they would tend to add a little bit of blue dye, a little indigo dye to take out the yellow tinge of stuff. Hmm. So, you know, blue could be related to your mental state from just, I mean, laundry took all day. Right. uh, But also the color of the dye. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the first the, the first reference I have to it being laundry was in 1860 in the uh, the Weekly Standard, which was a 
well, they, they said to, uh, the much to be dreaded washing day is now obsolete and blue Monday, cold dinner and the scolding wife are among things that were. All right. So it's so kind of like the a end. promotion. Yeah. The end yeah. of the blue Monday. Yeah. But people, not everybody could afford that back then. So the people doing it at home, it sucked for them okay. still. Yeah. I feel like this is going to go somewhere else. It's going. So that's, uh, I'm going to go back a little bit further into the early 19th century. And um, this is where they talk about the Blue Monday, uh, what they feel is the real meaning that we all kind of take from it. It's, it's the hangover day, <clears throat> essentially. So uh, that was, uh, workers were typically paid on Saturday back then. Mm-hmm. And then in 1831, this is the first reference I was able to get from the Washington Globe. And it was, too many spent Saturday and Sunday drinking away their earnings in the grog shop, incapacitated for labor on Monday. So it was just people working and spending their spending their weekly pay, kind of drinking it away. And then, yeah, Monday comes quick and then you're just not feeling so hot. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That's where that's where the way we use it kind of comes from, you know? Yeah, like feeling gloomy, feeling not up to uh, the task of having to go to work. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, think about a Monday for yourself. It's like, do you get your best work done on a Monday? No. No. God, no. It's just awful. It's like the work week doesn't start really till Tuesday. Right. Right. So, um... I cannot believe how much you have about Blue Monday. <laughs> no, well, here's and here's where it takes a real turn. I'm going to say this. Yeah. That is where it comes from. Yeah. So it's the early 19th century. It comes from workers just... And you know what? It really comes from like the Industrial Revolution. Like things where you used to have to be just working all the time. Like you didn't have free time. Right. So now you have free time. What do you do with it? You drink and yeah. you feel like shit. Yeah. 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 So that's it. All right. Um, what I wanted to talk about before that, there was something called a Saint Monday. Have mm. you ever heard of that? No, I don't think so. All right. So a Saint Mon- Monday was in the 17th century where it was, it started to become okay for craft workers because of industrialization uh, to take a Monday off. They also, they were getting paid on a Saturday and they, if they felt like they got through the weekend and they were... They were like, hey, I got enough food. I got enough money left over. I'm going to take Monday off. That was totally accepted back then. Mm-hmm. Employers were like, yeah, I kind of don't expect a lot of my craft workers to come in on Monday. And that's fine. That seems impossible. Well, that in the 17th, just 17th Ryan, century. Yep. Now, let me ask you this. That anyone got a day off in the 1600s. Right. But this was all during the times of the Industrial Revolution, right? I mean, before. 1600s? Industrial Revolution? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I must have meant. I must have meant 1700s. Oh, okay. I, I'm still trying to use that. Uh, I'm still trying to use that century thing. Okay. <laughs> I might have written that one down wrong. Oh, but wasn't the Industrial Revolution in the 1800s mm. in Britain? I thought it was uh, like seven. I kept looking up the Industrial Revolution. It started in the 1700s. Okay. It? And then it ended in the 1800s. All right. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, what I'm saying is these people who typically would have to work 12-hour days, six days a week, and then have Sunday off for church Mm -hmm. um now have some free time some leeway thank god yeah um and here's what i thought was kind of interesting this this idea of the saint monday it declined in the 19th century which is when we start seeing the pop-up of the blue monday so the saint monday got replaced with the blue monday that's how that's like what i'm kind of thinking is like all right think of a normal work week for you yeah how many times on sunday do you want to call out monday 
every Sunday. You are a middle class fella. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, these are these people. They were middle class. Like they just all they wanted was just another day off. Right. Right. So tolerated for a while, then not. I mean, you got to think because like, where does it end? Saint Tuesday off on yeah, Monday. Might like, as well this, take off on Tuesday. It's not work at all, right? Right. So I, I just think it's kind of interesting how in, in the timelines it seems to kind of get replaced almost. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I've got one final thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. Because this whole blue thing really took me on the, a, a, a crazy spiraling turn. Yeah. Um, Kept digging into the word blue, didn't you? I did. And, you know, after your spring Hill Jack last week, yeah. I wanted a monster so bad. <laughs> So. Are you about to connect Blue Monday to a monster? I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna Is give it my, a stretch? Uh, no, no, oh, okay, it's actually okay. not a stretch. I just wanted the monster to be more tangible, and there oh, wasn't okay. just wasn't a lot of folklore or mythology about it. Yeah, yeah. How about the Blue Devils? Ever heard of them? Yeah, but I don't know what that means. Where? And I want you to be cl- crystal cleanly honest with me here. If I told you, if I just said the word, <laughs> the words Blue Devils to you, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? The blue part of a flame. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Duke, the college team, because I always think of that. Dude, I don't know anything about sports. I know, I know. Neither do I, but I just feel like the Duke Now that you're saying it, yeah, I guess I know. Just seems like the most prominent thing. But you're in a house where there's sports being, you know, (laughs) talked about to some degree. Yeah. My head will never go to sports first. No, I hear you. And and the (laughs) the thing is, is like, I always thought that the Duke Blue Devil was... Well, for all the Blue Devils fans out there, I'm just like, dumb. Dumb. Like, you ruined something cool, you know? <laughs> Good job. And I actually don't think they realized how cool of a thing they ruined. All right. Well, what's, so what's the Blue Devil? All right. Like, there's a whole thing. It was these, there was these fighters in World War One and World II. It was this French army, Alpine ar- army people that, that may have invented the beret as the first part of oh, like, the uniform cool. in the military. That's but I'm going to, I'm going to skip past all that, but yeah. Um, the, the blue devils was, that was a term that came up in the 17th century, which just meant low spirits or depression. And it was also a, um, synonym for delirium tremens. Hmm. Shaken. Cause you need the alcohol. Oh, I gotta get that alcohol. Yeah. So if you were saying that you were troubled by the blue devils, you were basically super depressed and despondent and it may or may not have something to do with your alcohol intake. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought that they were really cool. I wanted there to be like a big monster history. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this, the first reference to the blue devils as a, like this torturing depression sort of thing is in 1616. Um, there was this, uh, there was the times whistle, a collection of satirical poems. There was a, uh, there was a poem called the anxious merchant and, uh, they reference this person who, I gotta tell you, the language was so old timey and spelled so funny. Yeah. Like I had trouble deciphering it. Yeah. Um, but it seemed to be about somebody who was contemplating suicide. Oh. And they had the blue devils. I wonder if they did it. I, I, I hope they do. <laughs> so I, we might experience the Blue Devils on a Blue Monday. Yeah. That's kind of what you're, the connection you're making there. Well, yeah. I mean, that is what I'm making. That's the connection I'm making, but also even in a bigger way. Um, so it's believed that the Blue Devils was actually the longer version of what everybody talks about when they say the blues. Oh, and I'm, I'm that's I'm, interesting. Like, dude, having the blues. Yeah. Like, and then the music, the blues. Mm-hmm. 
you're ba- every time someone says I got the blues, yeah. they're saying I got the blue devils. They're just oh, shortening that. That is that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, that's like that's the thing that was so cool about it. Like I wanted it to be more of like a really scary story about this person who kept seeing blue devils all over them. They were right. like, ah! but it, it wasn't that. But you know, it, that that just to me was such a neat thing because it's more more monsters. More that's what I want. You want more monsters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I like that that connection between the music and the Blue Devils. Yeah, and the, the before I finish here, it's there was actually a um, there was actually a a nervous disorder that was uh, created in 1869 called neurasthenia, and it was basically it, it meant weak nerves, and they were saying that so many people were affected by this and. It was the common way to say neurasthemia was to say, I got the blues. Mm. And it was depression, despondency, but this list of 75 symptoms that I was running down the list and I was like, oh my God, I really have the blues. Are, you, are these the fun facts you wanted me to remind you about? No, but, I'm, but this, let, me just, let me just see if these have ever plagued you. Okay. Mental irritability. Got it. <laughs> Morbid fears. Yep. Sleeplessness. Mm-hmm. Desire for stimulants or narcotics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one is killing me. Dryness of skin. Everyone uh, keeps talking about skin's freaking hands lately have been dry. I'm pretty good on that. Heaviness of limbs. Rapid decay or irregularities of teeth. Yes. My teeth are good. I don't know what's going on with the gums here. Impotence and tremors were just a few of the 75... Hmm. Of the 75 uh and that's, there, yeah. and that's part of having the blues, having some of those things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. And, and you know, there's all this there's all this stuff that I was reading basically saying that having the blue devils, known as the blues, helped create the musical style, the blues. Mm-hmm. Um because it, it all kind of came first and it was that was part of like alleviating that. All right. Trying to, yeah. Just to alleviate the blue devils by Playing some yeah. E minor chords. Yeah. Well, I lost the fun facts cards. <laughs> oh, okay. Real quick. All right. The, orig- the original Blue Devil may have been Satan. There's a 6th century mosaic of the Last Judgment in Ravenna. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah? Yeah. There's a red angel on his right. Yeah. There's a blue angel on his left. And apparently in that... In that mosaic, Jesus is trying to separate the sheep from the goats. Cool. Right? Yeah. Sheep go with the red angel. The goats go with the blue angel. I'm glad you brought up goats, by the way, because I've got something to say about that. Oh, excellent. Well, anyway, it kind of goes down the lines. Like, that ends up being Lucifer. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to try to talk about all that. (laughs) No, don't try. There's a mine in Arizona where they think it's haunted by a blue devil. Blah, blah, blah. This is what I really wanted to show you. The Blue Devil became a DC comic character in 1984. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You do? Yeah. Does he look like this turkey? Whoa. Ryan, I grabbed this minutes before I came over here. How did you just find this? I went over to the House of Fun in <laughs> Oakland, New Jersey on the on the White Horse Pike, and wow. I just took a shot in the dark, but... That's that's the Blue Devil DC character. You must have been so excited to have just found this. Well, I went on their website real yeah. quick as I was frantically searching today, and um, it said you know nothing showed up. Right. <laughs> like Blue Devil, <laughs> nah, nah, we don't have nah, nah, that. But I was like, ah, maybe they got a lot of stuff there. Let me just go ask the guy. 
So I was like, hey, do you have the DC Blue Devil guy? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw it this morning. <laughs> so he's digging through this bin and uh, he couldn't find it. And I was like, let me just take a peek here. Yeah. Back of the last row of this like bagged, not even original packaging sort of things. But I just couldn't. I was just so excited to find him. We'll have to pose with that for uh, an Instagram photo. Yeah. Because he looks good. And, and this guy's this guy's backstory is pretty fun. Like he, Dan Cassidy is a... He's a special effects stuntman who also make he made this Blue Devil costume for the movie The Blue Devil. Mm-hmm. His friends, while filming the movie, uh, accidentally released a real demon, and he sees him in the deep in the Blue Devil costume. He attacks him, and his magic attack fused Dan Cassidy's body to the Blue Devil costume. Some classic comic book backstory right there. That's right. Cool. So. Yeah, that's my that's that's the whole whirlwind of things. There's a lot I've of been, blue, just a lot of blue yeah, stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, there's a lot of blue stuff. I don't know if I made my point, but <laughs> I think you made did your point. I think I don't know if I did, but I just feel like ah, finally it's out. You, you need to get that off your chest. It feels good. Yeah. Oh, and the drink we're drinking today, yeah, is called a Blue Devil. Wow. And that's why I couldn't tell you the name of it before. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. That, that was the. Uh, I always have a hard time with these colored drinks. Mm-hmm. Just because I just know they're chemicals. Just all chemicals. Yeah. Well, I had two. So killing me softly. With killing his song. Killing, killing me softly. With his words. Do you know, Do you know the next one? Yeah. All of my. Whole... Yeah, you got a star. I'm like, gonna... <laughs> I'm following you. All right. So all right. blue devil stuff. Yeah. It's funny, cause like Blue Monday, Blue Monday has something to do. Does it? Did you make the point that Blue Monday has something to do with Blue Devils? Yes. Oh wow! Because the blues that we talk like this, when anyone talks about the blues, feeling blue yeah. as a synonym for depression, that was written in sixteen sixteen for the first time. Yeah. But that means it was talked about even a lot longer than that. The Blue Devils came before the Blues. So anytime you're feeling blue, you've got the Blue Devils. You've got the Blue Devils. And that's one that I want to take back. All right. Take it back. Take, take it back, back, y'all. Take it back. Take it back. All right. Well, thanks, Albert. How many times did I say actually? I was not keeping track of that. But Whoa. when we listen back, we'll definitely. I, I don't think you said actually that many times. I was really trying not to. Well, let's, let's count how many times I say Ha 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 ha! All right, man. I am so ready for you. I'm ready to fucking get rid of these cards. All right, the cards are gone. I'll tell you who probably also had the blues was the Whipping Boy. Oh yeah, dude. Saint Rose made us read that book. Do you remember that book? You know, as I, I was the cover. As I was researching Whipping Boy, I was thinking about this book in my head from the '80s that. Um, and I, I just remember the cover, the artwork Yeah, in the beginning of all the chapters and stuff. Yeah. I, I, re- I remember the cover, I, but now I don't want to describe it cause I'm probably so wrong, <laughs> but it also sort of reminds two... me of the Sega game. Really? Like I remember these two big guys being like, dun, 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 we're going to whip the whipping boy. <laughs> I remember, I, I just feel like the whipping boy story was, it was about like two like criminal kind of guys. Uh, that... At least there was two. I got that part. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, we shouldn't probably we shouldn't try to describe it because someone's been like, oh, that was my favorite book. Oh, 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 o
No, what do you think the whipping boy was about? It's just like every time they did something wrong, they whipped him, right? I f- yes. That's like life. That's like exactly what everyone... No one learned their lesson from the whipping boy. No, no. No one learned their lesson. And the whipping boy's like, I'm the whipping old man now, and it just <laughs> sucks that nobody listened. Um, well, define what is a whipping boy. I mean, the whipping boy is somebody that you... He's a scapegoat. You take... Scapegoat, yeah. He's, are we talking... You said goat earlier. I did. Are we talking about a scapegoat? We're talking about a scapegoat. Too. All right, man. Yeah. Let's get it. So so the Wing Boys is the scape- scapegoat. Um, one upon whom is inflicted punishment for the faults or wrongs of another. Right on. Yeah. So that's, I mean, we, we've all, I feel like the word scapegoat, though, is way more common than the, the phrase whipping boy. Yeah. I guess it's just easier to say scapegoat. Yeah. So I, I looked up. How, do you know the uh, the origin of Whipping Boy? I feel like maybe you've come across this. All right. Well, so I guess it's not the book because we already got there. Oh, yeah. It's way before <laughs> the book. Uh, the Whipping Boy. Um, an origin of that would be... Jesus. I mean, I, was, I just... I'm just... I, 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 some, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I imagine there's some boy getting whipped yeah, somewhere. Why? Yeah. I mean, that is just, to me, it's too specific. I I don't know. Like, Hitler (laughs) whipped a boy? Hitler whipped a boy? Right? I mean, is that old enough? It's so much older than that. Jesus? Jesus whipped a boy? The Pharaohs whipped a boy. The Pharaohs whipped a boy. Jesus was whipped. He was the whipping boy. He's the original whipping boy. No, he's not. It's after him. He got some whips. Yeah, the whipping boy was... That phrase started in the 1600s with, uh, basically, they felt that a prince, and we're, we're, it's going to be in uh, England, okay? So the, the king and the prince and it's, uh, you know, all that and shit. The king yeah. and the so apparently, They're still dirty. They don't they, shower enough. They still don't shower enough. Ugh. So the king was considered holy, right? Like as if God himself chose the monarch. Yeah. So... When you had a prince, it would have been wrong to have punished the prince because that would have been like going right, against God. Right. So the governess and the, the tutor, I mean, they couldn't do anything to the prince because he was holy in a way. So what they would Jeez. have, they would give him a whipping boy who was a boy the same age who would go to lessons with him, would be a companion of sorts. And anytime the prince did something wrong... The boy <laughs> would would take oh all of the punishment God. for the prince. That is <laughs> fucked, man. Right? How do you get like? Do you apply for that job, the whipping boy? I think they just pick a boy. They're like, your dad's the poop smith, so you're clearly <laughs> you're in your the, life's gonna suck. Yeah, you're mean, next in line to be the whipping boy. You might get a good meal out of this. Well, and that's the thing that <laughs> he so, didn't. He didn't get any meals. <laughs> No, but I think that they the whipping boy was actually treated pretty well, and and by the time they were adults, um, like the first whipping boy ended up becoming an earl of something. Yeah, of sandwich. Yeah, earl of Dysart. Oh, okay. Yeah, in sixteen forty three, because there was actually a first whipping boy. His name was William Murray, and he was the whipping boy. Bill Murray was the first whipping yeah. boy. <laughs> oh my right. God, Tommy, you got to get that in the movie. William Murray, that's right. Well, he was the first whipping boy of Charles I, and eventually Charles I made him an earl. But meanwhile, anytime Charles I did anything wrong, 
Billy Boy had to take it all. Was there was there a time like once he became became earled, did he not have to get whipped anymore? I think as soon as they were, I don't know, teenagers, late teenagers. I mean, how how long long into someone's life do you have to be whipped? This you know that's an that is a fascinating uh, psychological sociological experiment. Right. Like, could you imagine saying, "All right, you're tied to this person. Everything you do wrong, you're gonna see the punishment." On them. Right. Like, you want to imagine, like, a prince or somebody's like, I don't care. I'm Prince Joffrey. Every fucking thing's, like, I'm the best. I don't care. Yeah. But, like, what if they bonded, like, really? Well, and that was the point. That they, they, they needed to ensure that the prince had an emotional bond with the whipping boy. A Be- sexual emotional bond? <laughs> no, just emotional. Oh. Yeah. Did I say sexual? I mean... <laughs> What other emotions are there? <laughs> I don't know. No, just I still a, haven't really figured out the s- sexual one. Some sort of bond so that if he witnessed the whipping boy getting beaten, he would be like, oh, I don't want that to happen. He's my friend. Right. So, but you got to figure, I mean, after centuries of princes, I mean, they couldn't all have that sort of empathy, right? I mean, I feel like the first whipping boy was probably, he was probably not beaten too much because, mm. you know, it's like... We get this. I- we get this idea. We're it's working a new on. Idea. You know, he's another human too. Right. But then, like as the years go by, I was like, "Fetch me another whipping boy," because the last one died of whipping. <laughs> too many whiplash. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, I guess it depends on the prince. Right. It depends on the prince. It's it always depends, dependent depends on, on the, the prince. prince. Um. So so that's the the whipping boy story. So the other thing that with the whole thing that I, I started getting really curious about was the word scapegoat. And here we go. There's some awesome fucking fire breathing goat monster Not, with laser eyes. Yeah, no. I can't. I just like I try so hard. <laughs> Not re- really. Um, <laughs> but I did find some pretty cool stuff about the word scapegoat. So do you Lay it on do, me. do you know anything about where that word came from? I mean, I just think scape. Escape. I mean, yeah, it, it is goat, goat. Cool. <laughs> I mean, people used to just cut goats' throats for no reason, right? Sacrificial goat. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, I just committed adultery again. Time <laughs> to kill a goat. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I I learned my lesson. That's actually pretty pretty spot on. But Whoa. I mean, pretty close. So it comes from the Bible. Oh, yeah, give me the Bible. The old school Bible, the Old, old Testament, from the book of uh, Leviticus. And it has to do, actually, it has to do with Yom Kippur. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that, old, that old one. Yeah, so we're talking real old. Actually, I celebrated Yom Kippur with my Jewish roommate once in college, and I fasted for 25 hours. It was it felt good to fast. Yeah, I mean, we just eat and eat and uh, eat. Eat and so drink. much. <laughs> but so in the, in the book of Leviticus, uh, there... There's a story. I mean, I'm not going to talk like as if I know everything about the Bible. That's okay, because nobody yeah, knows. No, nobody knows at all. Um, but around this time of, of Yom Kippur, they would have two goats, and one goat would be sacrificed, and the blood sacrificed to Yahweh. So the blood of the goat would be this like sacrificial sort of rite, and then mm. a second goat. All of the sins of the community would be put upon the goat's head symbolically oh, and then yeah. let out into the desert for Azazel, who... Oh. Yeah. Wait who, a second. Yeah. Tell me about who Azazel is. Well, I mean, 
there's and maybe you don't know, but that I think that's an Anne Rice ghost. That's probable, and I'll, I'll tell you why. So, <gasps> Azazel, um, you, you know, it depends on you know if it's if you're looking at the Greek or the Latin whatever translation, whatever or the Hebrew <laughs> translation. Yeah, it could mean this, it could mean that, but also it's considered Azazel was considered one of the fallen angels. And okay. he was all right. He was the fallen angel who taught man how to build weapons, um, how all to right. look for precious metals and make ornaments and bracelets and stuff. And from doing this, basically led humans to become godless and oh, yeah. kill each other and become greedy. So it, in the apocalypse, he sold a lot of metal detectors. Sold a lot of metal detectors. <laughs> made a quick That's buck. That's the Azazel thousand. That's the best metal detector you're gonna get in this dimension. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can make a quick buck that I got way. an Azazel 10,000 over here. <laughs> it's Can't, the infinite. That's not for sale yet, unless <laughs> nah, you got nah. the right price. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and basically in the apocalypse, he was, you know, God was like, I'm going to burn that mofo down when the time comes. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so one of the goats would be, would be like basically sacrificed to him. Like basically you take all of our sins. Right. And the goat would be let out. So that's a scapegoat. That's a, I thought that was so, more interesting where whipping boy comes well, from. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. So, so one, the one that gets his throat cut, what's why <laughs> it, we, that was sacrificed to, to God, Yahweh. Just like so, your God. Yeah. Here's the goat. Yeah. 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 But then everyone somehow piles infinite sins on a goat yeah the, the community's sins for that entire year is put onto the and then second they goat put it in the desert and they just let it go into the desert so like whatever happens yep well i mean and it dies right it'll eventually I mean, die maybe, maybe it starts like a nice mirage out there. Yeah, it's like the goat casino of yeah the but that was desert. for azazel and and that would just kind of go into the desert all right now i i might have this so wrong but like i'm a big Anne rice fan as you know i've read all the vampire chronicles and i think that she talks about like azazel being the the spirit that freaking starts the first vampire ever that makes sense going it's a demon. into yeah well that, that's the thing it like it, it um it like has this thirst for blood sacrifice yeah. yeah yeah and it works its way into the dying King, I, I feel like it's Queen of the Damned sort of thing, but I forget if it went to the king first or whatever. It's probably something men if, knock the devil there, some kind of. Oh well, that's just that's what got me started. Mm, men knock the devil. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I want to say is I'm gonna go look this up afterwards. If that is the same demon, I am just so happy. And if not, you brought up a nice memory, which is I'm also happy. I love when I bring up memories for you to enjoy. I wonder what all those. I remember how how many goats, how many years. How many communities like are just putting the goats out into the the desert? Hundreds of years? I don't know. I mean, I guess they stopped eventually. How many more goats do you have to kill? I mean, did it actually fix things? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Nothing ever fixes things. <laughs> this car's broken. <laughs> Put that goat in the desert. <laughs> Is it running? No. No. All right. No. Put then put another goat in the desert. <laughs> but that. <laughs> Put a big goat, put a good one out there. Yeah. Uh, now I'm in the mood for some pulled goat shoulder. Yeah. Oh. I'm in the mood for another blue devil. All right. It's time to make one. Yeah. But anything else for good measure? That's pretty much it on my end. Uh, I think I'm all out of um, index oh, cards. I am. Hey, one final thing. Yeah. And I don't mean to keep doing this, but you know, when this I was looking. Third gift. Well, no, but oh, when I was man. looking up um, the blue Monday thing. Yeah. Oh, I, Kurt Vonnegut. Breakfast dude, of Champions. Breakfast of Champions. Mm. Um. There's that big picture in there with the bomb that says goodbye Blue Mondays. Whoa, yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, and that's relevant because bombs, North mm, Korea, Hiroshima, Hiroshima. Y- yeah, boom. Lots of bombs going on. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it was it was, it was the alternative title for the book too. Oh, really? Well, look at this. Right oh, when I, you I, right when you open this baby up, Breakfast of Champions, or oh, took like a subtitle. Goodbye, Goodbye Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Cool. And what's really I love neat? Kurt me too. I had to. <laughs> I kept coming up with this uh, thing where it was like, oh, goodbye, Blue Monday is this old washing machine slogan. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't. It was the washing machine slogan in this book of the company. And they were like, say goodbye to Blue Mondays. But it (laughs) failed. Yeah. And then they sold the parts of the mechanism for the washing machine to a bomb making company. amazing. So I'm sure it's laden with meaning. Right. Mm. That Kurt Vonnegut meaning, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but I know it was probably pretty sad. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's good. So now I'm officially out of my pile of stuff. All right. Well, thanks for bringing in all that tasty stuff. Uh, thank you for being a good friend. Thank you. Looking forward to your party tonight. I'm looking forward to our party. <laughs> our. Hot tub's going. It's going. All right, cool. Well, check us out on the old Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Albert, how are you doing with the Twitter over there? The Twitter is not doing well. <laughs> it's getting updated as often as all the other things. But the problem is no one that we know has Twitter. So that's where we kind of get our base. So if anybody's out there on Twitter, yeah, help. Helps. Needs so much help. Uh, what else? What else? Going to make another Spotify playlist soon. Uh, about goats and devils goats devils the monday the mondays like garfield everything <laughs> lasagna all oh, lasagna. Spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs. all right well until next week don't, don't you be an be idiom, an idiom. <laughs> do it again don't, don't be an idiom, Bad boys get the toys, whipping boys gonna make the noise. Bad boys get the toys, whipping boys gonna make the noise. I am the prince, I'm gonna do something bad, but I'm not gonna pay the price. I got a whipping boy for that. Not gonna eat my veggies, not gonna go to bed. Not gonna do my homework Princes don't do homework Bad boys get the toys Whipping boys gonna make the noise Bad boys get the toys Whipping boys gonna make the noise